0: Welcome to the second episode of Peak of Denali. Today, I will be by myself as Enos Hiking. As he showed us last episode, you can record while camping, but hiking is a different story. So, I'll be covering it all myself today. So, I've got a ton of topics ready for y'all, and yeah. So, we're going to start with the first one. The Apple Spring event happened, and it happened two weeks ago, and I'm very sorry about the delay of this episode. Um, There was a lot of, like, delays and... A lot of rescheduling, because we thought we were going to do it, and then things kept happening. So, now we're doing it, and yeah, I try to stay relevant, and this is not normally something I do since it's past, But, since this is just such an important thing, um, I want to go ahead and do it, and give my thoughts. And, so, let's begin. And they unveiled a lot of stuff. So, the first thing that was unveiled, or just kind of talked about, was the Apple Card and Apple Podcast got an update. So the Apple card basically will let you have better credit if there's someone else on your card, say a couple or if you want to add kids to your cards. That's nice. Um I don't think I'll be getting a credit card anytime soon, especially an Apple one like Yeah, I kind of want to be free, be able to choose what phone I have. And the Apple podcast update, um I've thought about doing a video on that just because it's such a um It's such a um, sorry um, kind of like it ruined the podcast app. It completely broke it for me, at least. I have switched to Google Podcast since then. I downloaded the app, subscribed all my shows on there, and it's been just fine. You know, you can get Pika Denali on Google Podcast, whereas you cannot. Curner- uh, sorry, you currently cannot get it on Apple Podcast. So that is like probably a good reason I switched. Um, and yeah, Apple Podcast just doesn't work. One of my favorite shows, Lou Later is, like, stuck on episode 300, and, like, the newest one's, like, 320. Really, it's just messed up, um, and, yeah, it's just, I don't like it at all. There's supposed to be, like, a new podcast subscription thing where you can support creators, and that's all cool. Um, I mean, it's, like, they have Patreon, and Apple will not take a, like, I think it was a 10% cut for a Patreon, so... If you want to give to your favorite creators, a Patreon still might be the way to go. Now, the next thing they unveiled was the new Apple TV. And it's really not that new. The TV itself is not that new. It got updated to an A12 chip, which is just going to be, you know, for people that want to game on their TV. So, yeah, game on their TV. But the biggest thing with this new Apple TV, and I know for a lot of people, this is gonna be the biggest deal, that is um, the new remote. The new remote is bigger, thicker. Something very rare that Apple does is make things thicker. I have a friend um, who their their Apple TV remote got cracked when they it accidentally landed on some brick tile. And I think they'll appreciate this new remote also. People lose this all the time. Yeah. Um, Basically, the new Apple TV, you can get the remote on older versions. I really think the Apple TV update was just to give it that newer chip. I again apologize for the noise. I stopped the recording to see if that would help, but it's not helping. So I was just going to wait. And yeah, so we're just going to go with it. Hopefully, it'll get processed out. And now we get to the fun parts, the important stuff. Was the new purple iPhone 12. I had to stop recording again. I'm very sorry. Hopefully that's the last time. Yeah, the iPhone 12 now comes in purple. It's not new. We've had the 12 out for a while now. They're selling well. Everything's good. Um, But now it comes in purple. And it's a... You know, I'm not a purple fan myself. Like, it's fine. Personally, I go for the blue one still. I think that looks amazing. But if you're someone that likes purple, this is a very nice purple. It's a bit light on the back, lighter. It's not dark purple, it's like it's just a lighter than normal purple. The sides are a nice nice purple. It's a very nice purple phone, much nicer than the 11 which was really light. Yeah, I actually I like it. Like if I had to rock a purple phone, I'd do this one. It looks great. I would not even mind using that. Now, granted I still get the blue, the black, the white before I get purple, the green, but if someone was like yo, yeah, I'm gonna give you a phone, but it's purple. I'd be like, okay, I probably wouldn't skin it. I just, I'd, I'd own it. It's a purple phone. The next thing launched was a new product. These are Air Tags, and I'm sure you've heard about them by now. They're basically just little trackers you can put on things. They have a like, I believe, a year long battery life, and. The price tag, everyone is wants to know, $29 per tag, and they have a 4-pack available for $100. Basically, these will use the network of iPhones to update things' location and keep them more accurate, and show you where things are. They use the U1 chip in the iPhone to give you, like, in-feet and show you the direction, which is very nice. They put together a fantastic commercial. And the accessories, because the AirTag by itself is just like, think of a quarter that got thick. And then you can put that qu- thick quarter in, sorry about the noise again, you can put the thick quarter into little straps, clips, and things. If I recall correctly, I'm currently on Apple's website reading, I mean I'm not, I pretty much know by now. Um, The um keychain and the stuff is going to come in about $30, I mean $40, somewhere around there. And there's a Hermes version for those of you fancy people, and that is $450 for a key tag, so yeah, if you really are into the ecosystem, or just have some extra cash to spend, what a fun way, you can customize it with emojis on the front, if someone has put one on you to track you, um, it'll alert you after a while, which is pretty neat, Um, I don't think I get tracked very often, but yet again, I don't know if I'm getting tracked, so now I will. And yeah they're very they're very simple, just not too much to say about them. I mean they're neat um they're kind of thick, and that is a problem if you want to put it like on your wallet personally, I would lose my water bottle more than anything else because that's actually happened. I left it at cross country practice or I think it fell out actually because I was using a really old backpack with holes in the cup holders and my water bottle was gone, and that was sad because I really like that water bottle. But either way, I guess you could like use the, the loop one to put it on your water bottle if you also have that problem. And now we get to the really, um, the really, um, my favorite part. Like, as an iPad Pro user, the I- iPad Pro with the M1 chip was my favorite part, but the part I was most excited for and have the most to say on is the iMac. And doing this by myself, So far, it's not been too bad. I mean, I'm just worried about when I get into other topics, how it's going to be. Anyway, the iMac has gotten thinner, which is already very thin for an all-in-one desktop computer. Very nice. Um, But yes, now it's really thin, and it comes in colors again. Very, very obvious throwback to the iMac G3 of the day. And the wallpapers even resemble classic Apple wallpapers, but now they're colorful, and it's just very nice. I like the blue one personally. Now, on um, in my impressions video, if you're subscribed to Sir Iceberg, which hopefully you are, I said that I did not like it. Um, and I still stand with that, and now reviews are getting out saying that people, other people, also don't like the new iMac. For me, it's the chin at the bottom and the white bezels, which is pretty much everyone else. I think that if they had done, like, a full screen with white bezels, I would have been fine, because the, um, the light colors and a black screen would have looked odd. Why'd they have to do pastel colors on the front? I don't know. I think they wanted a True Tone look, which is fine with me. Um, it has the M1 chip, which is cool. macOS Big Sur, which I hate, um... Yeah, the new um, keyboard has Touch ID, and the Magic Mouse and Trackpad are all color-coded to match the iPad. They didn't fix the Magic Mouse's charging problem that so many of y'all are upset about. Um, Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, you know, for a computer, it has a 4.5K display. This is so much better than the last one, the Intel one. That was like 1080p. And I think that if you're in this market, this is a nice upgrade, even if you do think it's a bit ugly. I would personally still go for it even though um like if I was in this market I would probably if like if I was in the market for a not so low end desktop all-in-one computer I would probably get a refurbished old generation. Actually, you know what? No, I wouldn't. I take that back completely. This is so much faster. And I like the colors. I think that it's neat, and I think they c- it could look better. It's kind of growing on me, um, especially from this angle they have on the Verge article I'm reading off of. I'm not reading off of, just sometimes it's nice to have facts in front of you when you're doing this, because, yeah. But 11.5 millimeters thick is insane for a desktop. Um, we're I can't not wait for our viewers to get out there, and maybe we'll be able to go down to the Apple Store and do a first impressions video now i want to do more detailed about the colors because i mean that's what we're here for i mean probably not but it's important and so here are your color options starting from the list of apple's website you get green and i would describe the back of the back of it is like a aqua forest green which i bet you could imagine yeah makes sense and the front is like a really light green and, yeah, very, yeah, it's nice. I, I like the green one. And that is available on the base model, which I will do pricing in a moment, because... Anyway, the next color is yellow. And yellow is already a light color, so they basically just made, like, a really dark yellow. It's not gold, but it's just dark yellow. Um, and the front is pastel yellow. This is available on the one tier up from the base model, which I'm just going to go ahead and do pricing. It starts at... Ooh, I do not want to get this wrong, so I'm going to make sure that I have this right. At the time of me f- <coughs> recording this, it starts at $1,300, just like I thought. And for that, you get blue, green, red, and silver as color options. And for $1,500, you get you get two more USB ports and gigabit Ethernet for... I know that professionals and like people like that, personally, I just use Wi-Fi because we don't even have Ethernet. And for the color options, you get those previous ones and yellow, orange and purple. So now if we go back to the color options, we stopped on yellow, orange, man, orange. I really like orange. (sighs) This orange is, it's fine. I mean, it's colorful, vibrant, if you want like to put it in the middle of somewhere. It'll just bring some color and cheer to the room, but... The front of it's like a pinkish salmon, sam, the salmon-ish color, and the back is like... It's not even that dark of an orange. It's like a... Hmm, how would I describe... It's like... It's orange. That's just how I'll say it. It's orange with a hint of pink. We go on to what they're calling pink, which, yeah, I totally get. Um, I called it red earlier. The back is red, like a velvet red. And the front is pastel pink. Purple. Um, If you're getting the new iPhone in purple, this will match... The front of it will match it perfectly. The back is a very, very dark purple. Can probably be mistaken for dark blue. Come on to blue, which is my favorite. Um, Light blue, dark blue on the back. And then silver, which looks most like the older iMac. Just like modernized. If you're someone who just... Is, like wants to keep things simple, minimalistic. This is the one to go for. And they do not have a black version or a space gray, which I know there are several people upset by this. Um, I bet Ian would probably go for this. He's not here to give his opinion. But, yeah. Anyway, that is all for the iMac that I have to say. Um, the price raise was probably anticipated, but it is a very powerful machine. Much more powerful than the previous one. Now if we go down to the iPad Pro, the new one. Um, Yeah, it's effectively the older iPad. Well, actually, no it's not because the 12.9 inch has a lot of interesting things. Um, The biggest upgrade, this is for the 11 inch and the 12.9 inch is the M1 processor that the new iMac has, the new MacBooks have. The most powerful processor Apple has ever created. In the iPad Pro. Wow. <laughs> i ruined ruin that. Wow, says a lot of people. Including me, who likes their iPad Pro. And I really wish they would just add macOS to it. Because the app selection is not that good still. I mean, LumaFusion for video editing works great for me. This podcasting app, it works for me. Um, I still haven't found a good music production app. I think Logic would be nice for that. And... I'm really starting to hit some of LumaFusion's um, dead ends because, as I try to do more with my video work, um, I hit more roadblocks with LumaFusion. And having something like Final Cut would be would be nice. Anyway, um, the 12.9-inch iPad Pro also gets a Liquid Retina display, found in similar to what's found in the um, the new. Not the new; it's old now. The well, it's, it's it's old, but it's nice. The Pro Display XDR. I have the Verge article up, which is not helping me. <laughs> I mean, I know it. It also gets five G. That's something I would have probably left out if I didn't have this up. Yes, it gets five G, which is nice. The front gets a ultra wide camera. It's still on the um top when you're holding it in portrait. Which personally, I would like it on the side as. Even as I'm filming this not in the keyboard case, I'm still holding it in landscape. Landscape. Just because I think that's better. It's nicer. I like landscape. The Magic Keyboard now comes in white, for those of you with a silver iPad Pro. Um, Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, I feel like it'd get dirty really fast, but, you know, it's got a vibe to it. I like it. Not much else to say. It's got just 100% cycled aluminum. I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, if I'm paying that much for something, I want the real aluminum, but it's still nice. And yeah, the mini LED display on the 12.9 inch, not the 11 inch, which personally I like the 11 inch. I think it's the most perfect size. 12.9 inch is just a bit big. So that is, I feel like that is it for all of Apple's news. I think I went longer than I planned on, which is fine. Um, yeah, in basically a recap, we got a Apple Card podcast update that really no one cares about except for the podcast update, which people are angry about because it broke podcasts. The new Apple TV, no one cares. The remote is fun. Nice. Purple iPhone 12. They did a nice purple. AirTags. Yay. The iMac. Mm. Hmm. least it got updated. It hadn't been updated since 2007. If you haven't watched my video on Sir Iceberg about the um my like reactions in more detail with pictures of the things I'd highly recommend going and watching that. And the iPad Pro. Awesome. I'm glad to see that they're still innovating on the iPad Pro. Now moving on to our next topic that is also what you're here for. The new DJI air 2s so this did not get its own video on the channel um yeah so i'm a huge fan of dji drones and yeah i think they're awesome i would like to get one someday to film really cool shots on and the new one air 2s is out it's not for me it's too expensive it is i'm gonna get pricing pulled up basically the air 2s gets a better camera sensor and a couple things that the air doesn't have um yeah it's got 5.4k video some better obstacle sensing i did not do too much research on this personally i kind of threw it in i mean i've heard about it i've heard it's good you know night shots are improved it's fun um they introduced this new thing called Master Shots. It's basically just lets you sit and it'll do basically professional like drone shots. They're showing this um guy with his dog sitting out on a like frozen lake in Alaska or somewhere and it looks like someone's maneuvering it when it's just him chilling with his dog. And I think that's really cool if we can just if people can just you know, just let the drone do its thing and do what they want to do Cause if you're in the shot, flying the drone, you don't look natural. You're staring at your phone and the controller. Whereas, if you're riding your bike, having fun, and the drone's following you, it's just... It's a different story. Um, but yes, the Air 2S, the pricing. Um, for the standard one, it is $1,000. And for the Fly More Combo, it is 1300 So, you can get this with the Fly More Combo... Or a iMac. So, maybe get both. You can edit your stuff on the new iMac. Um, it looks very nice. DJI drones have been good for a while now. They're known for being good. And now, I'm going to tell you why we don't have a sponsor. So, I go... We, last episode, I had a sponsor. It was Anchor, the podcast app. And basically, from the app, you can set up sponsors. Very fun. So I go to set up the payments for that. And let's just say they wanted too much information. Like, important information. It was done through this other thing called Stride. And I just did not want to give some of the information they were asking for to it. Like, I knew it would ask for banking stuff because how else are they going to send money? Um, But no, it went a bit farther than that. And so we no longer have sponsors, which for y'all, hey, that's great. You don't have to listen to a sponsor. Y'all, that's a win for y'all. And for us, really, <laughs> we're not getting enough views to make a sponsor anything I care about. I really am not even doing this for money. I just do it for fun. So I don't care either. Um, and I'd rather give up, like, three cents and risk having my stuff leaked. I mean, my data leaked, which would not be good. Anyway, now we get into the car news after we got through the Apple stuff. The Hyundai released a new truck. And it's something that America is not used to. So, as I go to the website, this is from MotorTrend, I get an ad for a giant Ram truck. So, this is a small truck. It's very small. It's a compact truck. And in America, we like big trucks. And so this is going to be interesting. It's, um... I believe it is electric. Um, Man, I didn't even look that up. I think it's electric. I would be surprised if it wasn't electric. Hmm. I will do more research into that. In fact, is the, ooh, typing, is the Hyundai. I do not remember how to spell Hyundai for the life of me. Santa. Electric. Um. E- yes, it is electric. Which, I thought. Okay, good. It does have a grill, kinda, like, thingy. It's not like the grill <laughs> that would get good airflow, so... Yeah, um, Motor Trend says it's for people who live in the cities where they can't have big trucks but want to go hiking on the weekend, which I completely agree agree with. It's in a nice forest green color. And, yes, it's, it's a compact truck. It looks very nice. The interior looks very nice. I like minimalistic interiors. This is that. The bed is small. like Smaller than a Jeep Gladiator. And, yeah, I like it. I like Hyundais in general. I think they're doing some great stuff. The new Hyundai Palisade. I've been seeing those around a lot. And I really like what they've done with the headlight design. Um, Hyundai Sonatas. Even though those are not really anything to get hyped about. Because, yeah, it's a budget sedan. I like how they took the chrome and extended it from the headlight down the door. I think that looks awesome. And now I need to add the Hyundai Santa Cruz to a list of cars I would like to review. So... I'm going to do that and yeah, I probably I plan on doing this with Ianon because he said he had some opinions and thoughts on this, but the show must go on because it's been delayed for 2 weeks now. And now I will add the Hyundai Santa Cruz to my list of cars I wish to review. And be sure to subscribe to Sir Iceberg, because that's where you're going to get these reviews. I've already, I've not reviewed any yet, reviewed, like, form, like, in my opinion, a review is where you get to, like, really see the car in full, and, like, get to experience the whole thing, which I could have done for the Bronco Sport. Instead, I did a first impressions video and an interior overview video, because I had to separate them somehow. It was a long story, Um, I've done a first impressions of the Mustang Mach-E, even though I probably could have done a full review on that, I probably should have, and then the Bronco was a definite first impression, because, did not even get to see the interior, didn't even get to sit in it, it was blocked off from the public. So, yeah, be sure you subscribe, and now, I'm gonna skip this topic, because in the last episode, Ian said, he has some thoughts on the Land Rover Defender. So I put that in there, and yeah, we're going to skip that. I personally think the Defender is fantastic. It's on the top of my list for cars to review, and cannot wait to do that. So if my link would open... Hmm. There we go, okay. So, back to Apple. Apple's new 12.9-inch iPad Pro might not fit in the original $350 Magic Keyboard. Which is a shame, because that's a lot of money, and if you've already spent that much on your iPad setup and you just want the new M1 chip, you're going to be sad, because I like the Magic Keyboard. I have not reviewed it yet. I have done a video comparing it to the... I mean, yeah, to the Smart Keyboard Folio, which I have used both of them on my iPad Pro, and the Smart, the Magic Keyboard is a lot better. I would highly recommend it. You've got your trackpad, your sturdy hinge, it's just so much more durable and premium feeling. But if you got the new 12.9 inch iPad Pro, so if I went and got the new 11 inch iPad Pro M1, which I will not because this iPad is still great, then I could just use my pop it in, use my Magic Keyboard and you'd be good to go. Whereas 12.9-inch people would have to get a new Magic Keyboard because, thanks to the new mini-LED display, the Magic Keyboard is now thicker. And, I mean, not the Magic Keyboard. That's not thicker. The iPad Pro is thicker. So Apple responded recently. This is not even in the article because as soon as I saw it, I put it in, which was seven days ago. I'm kind of behind. And I've heard that they said, yeah, it'll work. It just won't fit good. And... We need your money. So, whoop, there goes my pencil. So, yes, if you are affected by this, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. You can send in a video message using our, like, website, podcast, using our, like, landing page, asking a question. Back to cars, and this is, again, with Ford. Um, You might be... We do a lot of Ford because Ford's actually doing stuff that's out. Like the Mustang Mach-E and the Broncos, those are all very cool. They're releasing a lot of new cars that are fun and exciting. And, like, GMC is also doing that. They're just not out yet. The new GMC Hummer, the Chevy Bolt, all those fun things are not really out yet. Um, They did revive the Trailblazer, which you'd think... Oh, wow, another Jeep competitor. No, it's more of an escape competitor. Not worth doing a review on. I only like to do cool stuff. Anyway, Ford um, revealed a new vehicle called the Evos in China today. Well, in China, not today. And it's just, it's, it's different. It's like the new generation. It's a hatchback that's more of a sedan, but it looks like an SUV got squished. So, yeah. Um, it says, this China-only model could signify what Ford's long-rumored Subaru Outback-inspired wagon for the U.S. might look like, and it's rumored to replace the Ford Fusion sedan, which, um, my dad has a Ford Fusion sedan, and, you know, it's fine. It's a car. It gets from point B, you see kids driving them yeah they're not really anything that special and sedans are just not popular in america at all like people would rather have a sad suv like like a not so nice one over a nicer sedan in my from what i've observed now that could be wrong there's not any like complete factual evidence to back that but you know i would not be surprised if that turned out to be true Now I wanna talk about the interior of this because I personally thought the Mustang Mach-E interior was amazing. Best car interior I've been in so far. This takes that to a complete new level. So it ditched the um, horizontal, no, the vertical screen. And now it's horizontal all the way across the dash, which I do like. And the problem with the vertical screen, well, actually it wasn't a problem. They actually figured out a good solution to that. Was just having your apple carplay on the top and the ford app on the bottom This it looks like you're gonna have to put one on the middle the other on the side But yeah, it's very nice. There's a ton of lighting in this photo. It has um, orange stitching around the like in the seats and around the um, Center console And around the mirrors There's some orange trim all making it look very sporty and yeah, I really like it. Um, I do believe it's electric, as most cars coming out are. And yes, that is very cool. Um, as soon as these hit the U.S. or something similar hits the U.S., um, I will be adding that to the review list. This weekend, I've got a great video for y'all coming up. It's not a car review, although I will have more of those soon. Um, it's a, it's a, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a great video. You're going to definitely want to be ready for that. Um, it'll probably come out Saturday or Sunday. My guess would be... Sunday, because it's going to take a while to edit. It's a bigger video. I mean, not longer. Just It's a more complex edit. It's going to be really good. Ford Evos. Very cool. I'm excited for the future of cars. What a great time to be alive. Anyway... I'm going to do a couple more topics before the last one because these smaller topics are taking longer since it's just, I mean, are are not taking as long since it's just me. So I'm going to get on my phone and go to my reading list, which is basically whenever I see topics I wanna talk about, I just just add them to the reading list. And yes, so here's one, here's a funny one. This one will probably be the second last topic Motor Biscuit did a poll of what the most popular vehicle in your state might be. For my state, it is the Ford S-Series truck. Which does not surprise me. That's what most of the American states are, actually. So this is for the U.S. Shout out to my U.S. viewers and anyone else viewing. Um, yes, the second most popular just is the um, Ram... The Ram pickups, those in Alaska, Arizona, Nevada, Wyoming, Arkansas, Chevrolet, Silverado, Minnesota, Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky, so on and so forth. The states that are um, the Ford um, F-Series, Texas, Oklahoma, that's where I am, Louisiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, yeah, you get the idea, a lot of them. And then Toyota RAV4 is in Washington, Oregon, Maryland, Massachusetts and California's most popular one is the Honda Civic according to this which kind of surprises me because I thought the Model 3 was doing well over there but anyway yeah it's kind of interesting you know kind of neat just a fun fact um, I will just put a link to this in the description so you can see what your state is chances are it's an F series um, yes I'm going to do some more topics because that did not take as long as I thought it would Okay, so, our next topic is, that's the topic for the next show, um, what should I do, okay, I, I'm sorry, that's not very um, podcast professional, oh yeah, here's the story that says it'll now work with the um, 12.9 inch iPad Pro, it says, Apple says the old Magic Keyboard is functionally compatible, but warns of imperfect fit, coming from The Verge. Okay, cool. You yeah, know, I mean, I guess if it saves you 150 bucks, the not-so-perfect fit might be worth it. Apple Watch Series 6 falls to an all-time low of $300. Man. So, when the 6 came out, I was very happy about the blue, and I didn't really care if it didn't have anything new. They're um, not upgrades, still. I love my Series 5. I got the stole the face from the six and put it on there. I'm currently using it is called the count up watch face with um yeah it's like like, it's nice, I really like it. And if you want an Apple watch now might be a great time because Apple's so far ahead. I don't think they're doing too many updates and the series six is yeah, dropped to two ninety nine. Wow making it cheaper than the SE, which is a very popular watch. A very popular watch. The Ford Mustang Mach-E is helping find Ford new customers. So, um, this is from The Verge, and it says, like the little subtitle is like, The company says 70% of buyers of the Mustang Mach-E have never owned a Ford. They have sold... More than 7,000. Most of those are the first editions, which um, I did see a first edition. It was on driven by a Ford dealership, so it's not shipped to the um, people yet, but it was a first edition in Gabber Blue. Very cool to see. Probably a rarer sight to see, since that's like an exclusive color to the GT in the first edition. Which the GT, I personally don't think will sell that well. Because the grill design is not very nice. I mean, there's going to be people that buy it, but... Yeah, um, the first edition, I feel like one of the Mustangs in my videos might have been a first edition. Because it was at the dealer ready to go. I think the black one was, looking back. But it could have been a premium. I guess we'll never know. They're very similar. There might be a bit of a difference in the grill. I don't actually... I think there is a bit of a difference, and I think it was a premium. And it says its goal is of selling thirty thousand Mustang Machis in the U.S. in twenty twenty one. Now, obviously, there is a global chip shortage happening, and so if you recall in the last episode, we talked about the um, we talked about how a bunch of trucks got stuck in. Ford's parking lot somewhere is in Michigan. Yeah. They got stuck there because of the global chip shortage. And if I go back to our notes from that episode, I'll be able to go back to that story real quick. Basically, sponsored section, that episode was good. Um... Where is it? Um... Oh, yes, so here we go. So... Yeah, they were trapped there. It was just a very interesting, very interesting sight. Um It looked like, think of a drone going over a car dealership, but make them all trucks and all new, and yeah, they're just very interesting. It'd be cool to go up there and film that. Anyway, so there was an ad on the website that ended my recording, or it just hit like a time limit, even though I don't think there is a time limit on this app. So, Yeah. Um, I just said, yeah, I think I said it before it stopped. Basically, yeah, trucks are trapped there. We covered it last episode. I do not think that the Mustang Mach-E is going to be too badly affected by the, um, the global chip shortage. I mean, it'll obviously be effective. I think that Ford is going to be prioritizing the Broncos and Mustang mach since there's such hype for them. And finally, we get to our last topic, which i got to end on the Bronco. That's why there hasn't been any Bronco news yet. Just got to end on it. So, uh, I didn't say it was, I mean, it's interesting. It's not like the best Bronco news we've had. Sorry, my audio got stopped again, I guess, by an ad. So I'm going to try not to scroll down. And I'll be watching this to make sure that no more ads get opened. So I'm just going to pause and talk. Basically, it sold, it was a base model, and it sold for $13,000 at an auction. So these wrecked Broncos sports are, I would not recommend you purchase one. I'd rec- I wouldn't. There's one in this article that is um a Big Bend, and it looks drivable. The back had just been slightly crushed in. I would still not recommend purchasing one. Not even sure if they're street safe. But it's just interesting how fast people can get into wrecks In their new cars. that have only been out for a while. It's obviously sad. Hopefully no one was hurting these. But yes. um, The colors of them are. A black one. Black. I believe it is called. It's not cactus gray. It's the other one. It's like the bluish gray as in the blue and then another black one so black today driving oh yeah and another um blue one up side so scrolled for today coming back from picking up dinner because it's friday and we're tired we saw a black bronco sport so i'm thinking that black is going to be a very popular color on this car along with white because white it looks very nice if you watch my video. I have a white one in there a lot because you get the black top, at least on the Badlands and others, and the white body have a true tone kind of stormtrooper look and looks very nice together. Anyway, um as I said I would not recommend you get one of these. One's for, one was for sale in Outer Blanks from Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Only been driven 258 miles and the engine is damaged according to this. So, yeah. It says no less than 6 are available in the future. And yeah, I have another link that I guess I This is the one about the one that was sold for 13. It was a base Bronco Sport and judging by the f- photo, it's totaled. And here's stuff ice on it, which doesn't make it look any better. And there's a board holding up the hood. And yeah, I don't think that's going to be on the road anytime soon. Yeah, it's got snow all over it. And the windshield's cracked. And yeah, I want to do another video on a Bronco Sport. Like a full, just complete overview. My final review on one, which I want to do here soon. I hopefully will be able to do that for y'all. Um, and just show y'all like a complete overview of it, which... Hopefully we'll be able to put together and get done. And I also want to start an electric vehicle series. Showing some different electric vehicles. Throw a Tesla in there. Which will be hard to do. But I'll see if I can get it for y'all. And start that series. Anyway, yes, Crash Bronco Sports are available. Those are my opinions. Um, If I had to choose one of these. I'll put the article in the description. I would choose the blue one with the back Crush. Because... That looks like you could still drive it. It probably sustains some damage to the frame, which would probably make it bad to drive. And if I had to choose another one, I'd choose the other blue one, which also looks like it has... That one actually looks like it has damage to the frame, but probably still drivable. And the one I would never choose is the black one that's, from this angle, you can't even tell it's a Bronco Sport. It's really been totaled. Anyway, thank you for listening to the second episode of Peak of Denali. Hopefully, Ian will be back soon from his hiking and camping and whatnot, all of his fun activities. Um, yes, I hope you enjoy this episode. Sorry about those times when I'm just kind of stuck and trying to figure out something to do because doing it by yourself is it's interesting. It's just kind of like talking to yourself for an hour. So, yeah, hopefully I'll see you next week on schedule. Be sure to go subscribe to Sir Iceberg, and thank you for listening.